the Earshot Creative Review with Steve Martin and other people who were booked after we made this ident. Hello, this is the Earshot Creative Review for June. I'm Steve Martin, and this is where we hear great radio production and meet the people who make it. Today, I'm with James Beckingham from Fun Kids and Matt Fisher from BBC Radio One. Hi to you both. Hello, hello. Uh, and James, just tell us where we are. Uh, Regent's Park. I mean, it looks like it's going to rain very soon, but hopefully it won't. Hopefully it'll hold out. And Matt, you've uh, spotted some wildlife already. Yeah, we've seen a jay attacking uh, a pigeon, I think, or some other bird life. There's loads of stuff going on. There's <laughs> a, a semi-naked man doing press-ups against the tree as yeah, well. Is, yeah, he was running round and he was jumping and touching the branches earlier, just behind you. I didn't, <laughs> and I thought, what's he doing? Is he trying to pick something? But yeah, he's having a, he's having a whale of a time <laughs> by the looks of it. <laughs> Excellent, well, so are we. Uh, now, tell us about Fun Kids, because um, this is slightly strange. You work, don't you, for Global Radio, but Fun Kids is owned by another company, Fold. It is, yeah. Um, Folder Media own it now and they subcontract it back out to Global Radio to look after. So we take care of the programming, um, the, the streams to the internet, they pay for the transmission, but it all comes out of Leicester Square. Um, it's, it's an unusual setup, but it, it, it separates the whole programming and commercial thing quite nicely because I, I, sometimes you can find that radio stations tend to get quite lost in the whole production and how it sounds and kind of forget about the whole commercial aspect. So Folder Media do a very good job of selling it. Mm. Um, and hopefully we do a very good job for them of making it sound good. So. And you can be audience focused. Indeed, we can. Yeah, yeah. We can. Do you have kids? I do. I've got a three-year-old boy who uh, who enjoys listening to the station sometimes. I can't understand why how, how daddy can be on the breakfast show and next to him at the same time, but <laughs> I'm sure he will eventually one day. Maybe in primary school they'll explain voice tracking. Indeed, but hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and if you um, if you're responding to a third-party company, how how does the briefing process work? Um, fortunately for us, Matt Deegan is a very switched-on guy. He knows exactly what he wants to achieve from the radio station. Um, and we're, we're a very small team that look after Fun Kids, but, but we kind of we understand his brief to us, um, and we turn around some, well, I'd like to think, some very good quality audio for him. And, of course, we must say congratulations for picking up the uh, Digital <laughs> yeah, Station of the Year award last night in the Archivers. How's your head? Uh, not, not too good this morning. The voice is a bit croaky as well, but thank you very much. And I remember Matt telling me um, some weeks ago that uh, nobody who works on Fun Kids does it as a full-time job. You're all doing other stuff as well. So what else keeps you busy at Global? Um, I look after the in-store radios operation that that nobody knows we do. (laughs) um, And various other bits and pieces. I work in the, the content and podcast team, so we look after videos and podcasts across... LBC and Heart and Capital um, we pull together multi-platform campaigns as well and uh, Matt tell us about Radio 1 because you're multi-platform clearly yeah we're on everything aren't we I think yeah, yeah. Um, which makes some things really really difficult when you're making uh, a promo or something and you want it to be really short and concise but then suddenly you've got all these different access points if you like yeah. um, you know it is online it's on digital TV do people understand what digital TV is it's looking like the younger end of our audience don't actually know what that means. Um, they say, I haven't got a digital TV, but I've got FreeSat. You know, um, they know the brands. They're like, yeah, I've got Virgin, I've got Sky. But, you know, you try and lump it together and they don't get it. Now, you've come up in a, a fairly traditional way from uh, college radio through commercial radio. You worked at XFM with Carl Pilkington yep, and brilliant. picked up a bunch of awards there. And so that's a radio background. Are you now working in video as well? We are crossing into video a bit now. Um, radio One is a heavily visualised radio station. Um, things like Scott TV, webcams throughout Scott's house in his flat. 
um you know there was a camera in his bedroom and you know in the in the toilet i think and everywhere but um it was just you know incredible the amount of people that came to just watch scott go about his daily life um and it was just really intriguing and then it kind of led on to a bigger project called access all areas where we opened up radio one we put cameras everywhere throughout the building um we filmed parts of the playlist taking place um and it was just a really nice sort of way of visualizing and sort of showing how unglamorous radio one actually probably is you know (laughs) Because, of course, um, if you're not in the UK, you may not be aware that BBC Radio 1 is, is publicly funded as, yeah. as a radio station. So, so how much of that kind of activity is done with your public responsibilities in mind? Yeah, this was, I mean, massively um, public service broadcasting, in our opinion, but a very interesting way of doing it. Because, you know, a lot of people just think we're a music radio station, but we cover so many... Um, great sort of social action campaigns and and being open and fair and and you know to to show people what we do and how we come to the decisions that we do like in the playlist um you know access all areas was a massive part of that but it's wrapped up in great content Uh, my former boss uh, richard sandbrook famously said that um, transparency is the new objectivity so it sounds like you're taking that that lesson to heart there yeah definitely definitely and tell me do you listen to fun kids um, to be honest, um, it's, it's out of my demographic, isn't it? It's not targeted at me. Yeah. Uh, I don't listen. Yeah. Um, I was going to try and have a listen yesterday. but um, I think you I'm, should now. It's won a big award again. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's won a lot of awards, doesn't it? So, And I want to hear some of the stuff that you've brought along today. So, definitely. Okay. Great. Well, we'll do that. But let's start with um, Radio 1 and 1 Extra. And um, what's the first, uh, first piece you've got here? Well, this is from um, BBC Radio 1 Extra. Um, this was put together by myself. Um, basically it is to promote the fact that you can take a podcast anywhere you know you can you can take our big stars like westwood and you can take them to the park whatever sit and listen and it's basically having a little creative play with um you know taking control of someone like tim westwood so let's let's hear it westwood one extra Understand how it's going down. It's your boy Western. Now I've got some big breaking news. Something that you need to know. Something that you take control of Westwood. Yo, son, what are you doing? Put me on pause, kid. I got something big to and take him where you want, when you want. Son, I'm gonna be Monday to Friday, four to seven. What are you doing? Get the best bits of Westwood show every day. I'm on and I'm off. I'm here and I'm there. You pause me. I can't do it no more. Seriously, man. Westwood. Westwood. One Extra. Download the best of Westwood on BBC One Extra for free right now at bbc.co.uk slash one extra. Westwood. One Extra. What am I? Some kind of on-demand freak show. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) He doesn't take himself too seriously, does he? He doesn't, no. And do you know what? Working with Tim is, is a creative's dream, I think, because he will absolutely go for anything. Um, as you can see, we're just mucking about there, really. And, um, you know, it's quite a long promo. Yeah. Um, I think I tend to make quite long stuff. It is something I'm working on. I'm thinking about trying to shorten stuff down. We could have cut a lot out there. But I thought, you know, we'll just we'll drag it out a bit. Yeah. And, and I think the great thing about making trails and stuff on, on Radio 1 and 1 Extra is, you know, they're not just specifically adverts. We do like to make them into pieces of content almost, you know, that kind of live alone. We've got the freedom. Um, so why not use it yeah. so definitely and you don't have four times an hour a, a bunch of ads to get away 
exactly yeah we don't have that um we do you know try and plan them and think about exactly where we're going to put them what audiences are listening at that time to make them really relevant and that's where our media planning department come in which is you know and they're really great those guys tell me a little bit about how you approach the production of that and getting tim to sound you know clearly on a scripted piece but to sound as if he was responding authentically to to the the conceit of the piece yeah yeah i think it was just key to you know get tim's buy-in and i would just i just asked him if i could come down after a show um we sat down i took him through a script obviously knowing that he would be promoted is a is is a great thing for any (laughs) dj they're like yes you know a bit of airtime um outside of my own show and um i just kind of you know we just kind of went through it and i sort of acted the part of the voiceover and then he was reacting to me and then obviously i cut myself out and then did the opposite uh, with the voiceover played in the bits so he could kind of just be a bit more smarmy and smooth and yeah and it's just key to to get them to buy into it and and but tim is really good and you just say right do that again be much more aggressive with me um you know and he'll happily do it he takes direction he does yeah very well yeah because <laughs> yeah. of course his persona it out, outwardly is is a huge ego who would just do whatever he wants yeah but he's not you know and he's, <laughs> he's just like you know if you want to do that a hundred times again we'll do it yeah and i'm like you know he's like until you're happy um let's just keep doing it but you know i just want to get in there get it right get out and not have too much to edit at the end of the day <laughs> <laughs> and who's the voiceover uh, the voiceover on that is um, that is Russell, a guy called Russell. He's our male station voice for BBC Radio One Extra, but we also bring him across into the specialist zone on Radio One. And if if you notice as well, we kind of avoided language like podcast on on that actual um, piece. We just talked about it as a download, again, just to make sure that our audience aren't scared away by the thought of a podcast because they might think that's a bit old. Um, whereas a free download or a download is something they're really familiar with. Is that based on research you've done? Yeah, it's based on a lot of research. I mean, that's come through clearly at things like Producer Labs, which is a BBC sort of funded thing where we get sent out and we talk to the audience. And yeah, people just didn't like the terminology. That specific um, area of, of listeners, you know, the kind of 15 to 24, you know, the really low end, young end, um, weren't sort of engaging with the word podcast, really. Yeah. James, uh, how familiar are you with the output of BBC Radio 1 and 1 Extra? Well, they're the enemy, aren't they, really? <laughs> so we're told. Um, I, I listen to the BBC occasionally. I've got to be honest, if, if I go to the BBC, I go to Radio 2 or Radio 4 because that's because I'm a boring old man. Um, but I, I like what... I probably shouldn't say this on this podcast, but I quite like what Radio 1 does. I like that piece there because you, you do have the creative freedom to be able to make something that long. And I was sitting there thinking, is this too long? And then it got to end. I thought, actually, no, that did everything. And it did it really well, like you say, in, in a creative fashion. So... I dip my hat to you. Well done. <laughs> On commercial radio, you'd be promoting breakfast an awful lot and driving an audience straight into there. Let's go to Radio 1 here. A totally different day part being promoted now. Yeah, Radio 1's specialist output is um, it's got a bit of a reputation as being very scary. Um, you know, people think that if they come in at the at night time, they're going to get some really, you know, horrible music. And yeah, there is... A real specialist element to it obviously but a lot of our specialist presenters now are personalities of their own as well um you know people like daniel p carter i've talked about him before but he's a real sort of character you know and he presents the rock show he's not just there to be a sort of you know champion of of new rock but he's also there to be quite fun um 
This promo doesn't really get that across, but what it does do is it helps to reposition our way of thinking. We know that people are scared of our trail, um, not our trails, but of our, I hope they're not, anyway. Uh, we know that people are quite scared of, of our specialist programming, so it just plays on that, and it says, yeah, we know you're thinking that, but actually, you know, it's, it's not as bad as you think, and, and you'll, you'll hear that in this piece. And I really like this piece because it was made by um, one of my guys, Mark Fari. Um, who's worked with specialist teams a lot. And, yeah, I just think he did something really neat in terms of, you know, uh, getting a lot of the shows in there. And any trail that gets in the genre um, oi, which is a punk genre, is, is amazing, I think, in my <laughs> mind. So listen out for that. BBC Radio 1. I ought to warn you before we begin of the dark, twisted music lurking within. From midnight through four on Radio One, sit uncomfortably, my dears, for this tale has begun. On Monday, it's metal and everything rock, and there's punk and there's oi from two o'clock. On Tuesdays, there's music from countries afar, some new and intriguing, some strange and bizarre. Wednesday's the time for experimental creations with Marianne Hobbs, Hugh Stevens and the Nations. So dare you sleep before 12 o'clock. Your soul I will take and your heart I will rot. To be saved, there's one place you must come. bbc.co.uk slash radio one. Shows aren't as dark as they seem. Midnight till four, Monday to Wednesday, only on BBC Radio One. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. It's, um, you know, it's not a, a laugh out loud trail, but it's just a really nice little creative piece, I think, that kind of just says, yeah, they're not as scary as they seem. Come and check them out. Yeah, so, and, and it's, a, it's a minute and six seconds. It is really long. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when I listen back to it, again, you know, I think we could cut that down. Um, but, you know, why not? Let's, let's be really, you know, it is a piece of, of creative, I think, and let's just get it away. James, what do you think of, um, uh, of promoting a, a time slot like midnight till four in the morning? <laughs> it's, a, it's a concept that's completely alien to me, obviously. <laughs> yeah. working, going through commercial radio all my life, it's, it's only ever been breakfast, breakfast, yeah. maybe a bit of drive, but keep pushing breakfast all the time. Um, so, yeah, a completely alien concept, but a really nice idea, really like what we've done with that. Yeah. And I think it's um, because the BBC are under fire at the moment a lot um, and what we're really doing is celebrating our distinctivity and the fact that we have all these amazing shows and you know to bring them trail those throughout the day is I think that's really important to show people that yeah we have got a big breakfast show we've got you know um, some real mainstream programs throughout the day but we've got an amazing array of specialist programming uh, that, that runs from you know sort of Zane Lowe all the way through and um, yeah. you've got some real noodly little shows on Radio 1 and 1 Extra and you know there's such a range that we need to promote them even more Are they labelled as noodly on the iPad? <laughs> I wish they were that'd be quite funny but things like you know Rob DeBank and you know Giles you know Peterson I mean there's some really intricate little yeah. little shows that, that really focus on some amazing music and we need to get that out and talk about that even more and celebrate that distinctiveness but it's the old story isn't it of ratings by day and reputation by night only today of course those overnight off-peak shows are available to everybody via downloads and and iPlayer yeah um iPlayer and listen again function on the website you know you can listen to anything within the last seven days is is brilliant and you know one of, i think one of the most listened to programs um for radio one is the essential mix 
you know so many people go back and listen to that because it's on at a difficult time but you know around the world they'll go on and they'll all listen to it and, and you wouldn't have thought that the new technology and non-linear delivery is clearly making specialist programs more available to people definitely yeah and i'm thinking about on our trails now you know do we even bother putting down a show time you know saying wednesday midnight till four when we can just say get it now you know yeah. it's online yeah LBC Podcasting does really well, and obviously that's a subscription model, that's a, that's a pay-for model, and they do really well out of people wanting to come back and listen to that content again. So, yeah, yeah I agree with Matt. You, you could possibly now begin to get away with just, just say go online and get the show rather than say a show time. Well, let's hear some of the audio that you've brought along now from Fun Kids. Indeed. Um, brought you two pieces, very, very short and sweet, but I think they, they display what Fun Kids is about and what it does very quickly. And what's the first one? Uh, I believe it's the Animal Hour. Um, <laughs> as you, you might expect it to be called, really. You, said that you believe, yeah. so you kind of distance yourself from it slightly. <laughs> Is this the animal <laughs> hour? Is there a... Okay, stand by. The Animal Hour. Fun Kids. It's you, there's there's a very small team working on Fun Kids, so we we all have to muck in and put bits together and and you know all work on selector and production things like that um and for me that does exactly what it says on the tin it's a show called the animal hour there's there's no amazingly fancy production in that it's just a production library track um there's a kid saying fun kids in it um which we we find very important to introduce children's voices onto the radio station we 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 think that's that's a way of connecting with our audience because there's no other real way we can do it we can't get them on the phones and it's quite difficult to interact with our audience um and it's got a cow sound effect in there so it does have a cow sound effect in there (laughs) where else do you hear that that's brilliant yeah 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 i like that it's really tight as well isn't it i mean it's a little piece of music there but every word in the script is cut to the beat as well yeah it is it's really short um i think you know your casting on like the voice as well works really nicely um how old is the the person who does that voiceover uh it's actually hearts nicola bond i think she's okay. 27 now yeah. <laughs> wow. yes it, it just sounds so young and you know like we say you know the little cow sound effect and there's a little boing in there and everything you know it's just really nicely put together i think that's great now if my daughter was here she we would be able to ask her what the animal hour was all about <laughs> and we'd have a very clear explanation but um she's not so you tell me uh, the animal hour is songs about animals um anything that's got an animal in the title we will play in the animal hour you just got another listener. <laughs> I'm coming over for that. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Two o'clock this afternoon, be there. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, James, what else have you got? Um, I've brought along a piece of production um, from a show we've got called The Club with uh, our afternoon guy called Sam Jackson, who um, everyone at, at Fun Kids does something else, as we mentioned earlier on. It's not a full-time job for anyone. Um, and Sam uh, works for Classic FM um, as part of their scheduling and production team. Um, and he does the afternoon show. Um, and again, I think this, this, it's short, it's sweet, it's production library music. It's nothing particularly special, but I think it does exactly what it says on the tin. It's got some singing in it. It has, yes. Um, it, the, the way the way we we get our, our vox Fox is we go onto uh, out into Leicester Square and we'll, we'll take a walk down to the South Bank, uh, mainly around the school holidays, um, and we'll just ask kids to say, "Can you say Fun Kids?" Even if they've never heard of it, hopefully we're gaining some new listeners that way. Um, and sometimes they're really creative and good with it, and they'll go away and they'll they'll sing the station name, and sometimes they'll just say Fun Kids. Um, we, we try to use them all because um, it's, it's nice to, to have people who. Yeah, uh, it's great texture. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's um, it really captures your audience, doesn't it? I think it's um, it's just really bright, fun. It's made me really smile. 
so it's um it's just a nice little is that a little sweeper that you'd hear or is it sort of yeah. in, in, in a show yeah yeah with it within the show yeah that'll be between the links and the songs yeah, so, nice. yeah. and they're actual voxes are they yeah. of, of um, people out in Leicester Square that's, that's great, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, the, all the German tourists yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Earshot Creative Review I'm Steve Martin we're in Regent's Park today recording with uh, James from Global works on uh, Fun Kids as well as a few other things and Matt from BBC Radio 1 and BBC Radio 1 extra and a few notes for this month Uh, firstly huge congratulations to 106 jack fm for picking up the archiva station sound gold award now we think it's the first time ever that a station has picked up the gold in the sony's and in archiva in the same year (laughs) Uh, something you'll never do in the bbc something i will never do um yeah that congratulations to joe massively um i've had loads of his stuff and he's sent me a few demos recently um yeah really love what they're doing over there you know i'd love to be able to do that sort of stuff on on radio one i think we'd offend too many people um, but you know massive congratulations it's a real achievement to do that and we've got the audio from the ceremony we're recording this on uh, friday morning the morning after the ceremony so i must say thanks to simon crier from cryingoutloud.co.uk for busting a gut to get us this audio overnight okay we need the nominations please neil well, the imaging shortlist looks like this. First up, Oxfordshire's 106 Jack FM. Will it go to the Kiss Network? Or will it go to Real Radio Northeast Sports? Which is the winner? OK, Paul and Lynn, thank you very much for coming up. Who are the winners? It's Jack FM. If God made the world, the devil made Jack. Well, Real Radio Northeast created a sport package with local voices to give great ambiance to their programmes. And Kiss Network's station sound is seamless and constantly evolving. But it's these guys making noise over here. 106 Jack FM's highly individual winning package. It's original, edgy, even shocking. It's brave, well-targeted, brilliantly produced and appeals directly to its target audience. Yeah, congratulations, Joe and the team there. They're good guys. Now, more awards. The Radio Advertising Awards are nearly upon us. The deadline for entries, if you fancy entering, is the 2nd of July. 14 categories in the Radio Advertising Awards, including some new ones, uh, like Best Use of Radio Within a Multimedia Campaign and, and I'm very excited by this one, Best Writing. I think there's never enough emphasis on writing in radio, so that's great. Uh, Details at radioadvertisingawards.co.uk and you'll find a link in the show notes at earshotcreative.com. Now, this podcast, as you know, is part of the Earshot Radio blog, but, you know, we're finding more and more people are coming to the audio from iTunes, not the blog. So if you're one of them, then here's a new direct URL that takes you straight to the podcasts and their background notes without having to wade through all the blog's other stuff. The new address is earshotcreative.com. Earshotcreative.com. You'll find all the show notes there, plus pictures, links, and previous episodes. Earshotcreative.com. Right, a few hellos on the podcast. Uh, this time, hello to James West from North Yorkshire. Now, James has a question for you, Matt, uh, which he's audio booed into us. Okay. Hi, Steve. Just wondering uh, about the breakfast show, which sounds very different from the rest of Radio One's output, and thinking about trying to bring a cohesive sound to Radio One if they think 
that they need a cohesive sound for Radio 1, how does having such a different sounding breakfast show work? It's not a very good question, I could probably think of a better way of putting it, but this is about the third go I've heard it doing it and I need to go and get Edward out of the bath. Um, so I'll leave it at that. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Nice. I want to know who Edward is. He's in the bath. <laughs> OK, well, it's a really good question, I think, to be honest. I get asked it all the time. Um, yeah, the Chris Moore show is its a massive show. Um, it pulls in a massive audience. It does sound massively different from the rest of the radio station. Um, we do try and pull some parts of uh, the Chris Moore show across uh, the network um, because you've got the Radio 1 Sonic logo, Um, which clearly sits in Chris Moyles, but then it kind of comes out through mainstream. Um, You hear it at the top of the hour on our tracks. We build it into tracks. Um, And if people don't know what the Sonic logo is, it's basically a combination of notes, and it's basically... And that sits... Um, That's the music for composition. It's the music for composition, yeah, made made by um, Sandy Beach. Um, And, yeah, that kind of spins out then into Newsbeat. You'll hear that in there. Um... But in terms of, you know, having a, a, an even more cohesive sound, um, we want Chris to have his own identity. We want him to kind of sit alone slightly in this, this wonderful world of breakfast. Um, and it seems to be working, you know. Um, he's pulling in bigger and bigger audiences all the time. The station as a whole um, has been pulling in bigger audiences. Again, you know, we're nearly up to 12 million at the moment. Uh, which is quite scary. Um, but, um, you know, I don't think there's any merit in bringing them any closer than, than they are. So um, we're really happy with the way it is. Yeah. And in commercial radio, of course, the breakfast show is the flag waver for the whole station. It's a, yeah, it certainly is. Well, you listen to Galaxy Breakfast, I think that, that represents the, the way the rest of the station sounds. Obviously, they're not allowed to talk as much as the rest of the day for, for, for various reasons. Um, but then, you know, you listen to Johnny on Capital, and it, it's, you know, he's, again, he's allowed to speak more, he's allowed to be a bit more creative freedom, but it kind of fits with the rest of the station. You don't, if you listen to Johnny and then you listen to Greg in the evening, you don't feel, feel too alienated by the different sound. It, when, you, when you bring it back to local commercial radio, I think... That, it's more about that local personality and, and, and the people know. And obviously the, the way things are going at the moment, the digital economy bill going through, I think there's going to be some changes. We know there's going to be some changes. But, um, but I, I think commercial radio breakfast is still a massively important thing. And I think we, we can give Chris Moores a run for his money as long as it's done well locally. Well, James, I hope that answers your question. And uh, if it's your son in the bath, he's out and uh, listening to Fun Kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hi to Barry Steele. Barry's a big fan of radio production. He does a bit himself. He DJs and he's commissioned voice work for his own shows. Now, Barry sent us his reel, uh, which contains, amongst other things, this. It's eight o'clock and Barry's in the bath and should be presenting the Saturday Essentials. Barry Steele. Yeah, I know him. He's got great tunes and a slappable head. Barry Steele rips it up and lays it down, 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 down. Uh, so some famous voices in there, but um, I'm concerned about ripping it up and laying it down. Is that a DJ term or is he installing a new patio? <laughs> yeah, probably the latter. Yeah, um, decks or decking. Decks or decking. Yeah, um, I really like all that sort of stuff. It, it was creative, wasn't it? Um, there were some big voices in there, like, like Peter Dixon, Peter Dixon. Um, I don't know how he got him. Um, well put together. 
Um, what are your thoughts, Jeff? I, I think it's fair to say that was very cheesy, and I'm a massive fan of cheesy production. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Old school, yeah. retro, brilliant. <laughs> so, so for me, that really works. I really enjoyed that, yeah. The Earshot Creative Review with Steve Martin. Finally, on the podcast today, what have you brought along, James, as something you've heard on another station you'd like to share? Um, Got to keep it commercial, I'm afraid, sorry. Oh, no, um, <laughs> um, the Capital FM Summertime Ball. You, you can bring stars in and they can do boxes, Highwood, so-and-so, you'll listen to Capital. But I think this is a really creative use of um, the people that were coming to our front door, and I really enjoyed this. Capital Summertime Ball with ASOS.com. First for fashion. First for trends. Confirmed artists. Hey, this is Ushik. I hope you're ready to party, London, because I hear that Kesha has got some very special plans. What's up? This is Kesha. For me, the summertime ball is all about Usher. Man, what a legend. I want to spank that. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. We are JLS. Hey, Capital, this is Justin Bieber. And I'm Pixie Lot. If you want to be at the ball, you're going to have to keep it Capital. 95.8 Capital Love. Nice. Yeah, I like the little jingle at the end as well. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it's really um, to have stars, you know, endorsing your brand um, is just really big. It sounds so huge and glossy, doesn't it? I think, you know, it wasn't half as long as the stuff I make. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, big, glossy, you know, well-produced piece. And it was a hugely successful event this year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an incredible event. It was really well put together. I know the guys worked really, really hard on it and everyone was... Um, was, was really pleased I mean I know the, the team at Capital over the years has, has somewhat dwindled uh, when I walked, first walked into Leicester Square they had the whole of the third floor and now there's, there's, there's half the team in, in half yeah. the space and they, they put on a really good show comparable to some of the old party in the parks it was really really good Matt what have you heard? Um, well, I found this little piece on um, NME Radio. Obviously, there's um, been a lot going on with that station of late. Um, but what I really like about this piece is um, it was made by a guy called um, Dan Pryor. Um, it's got one clear message in there, um, but it's been sold with just a really nice, uh, creative, and it uses that lovely power of radio, you know, the one-to-one. It's, it's a trail that's talking to me um, and inviting me to do something. So have a little listen to this, see what you think. Enemy Radio. Oh, good, you're here. Brilliant. Just in time. It's pretty straightforward, really. You move that fader up, that one down. You press these buttons in a sequence of that one, then that one, and then that one. Don't get that sequence wrong. Obviously, try not to swear, and then you're good to go. All right? Monday to Friday, 1 till 2, NME Radio is in your hands. NME requests. Now, don't press that button. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, like I say, you know, it's that kind of invitation, come and, you know, sort of request yeah. some songs. Yeah, and it's it's in your hands. And it is, like you say, um, we were talking about earlier, that, you know, writing is something that's really important. And I think it's been written, you know, it's been well written. It hasn't just been smashed together. So someone sat down and gone, right, how am I going to write this? Here's my sort of tagline, you know, the request show, four till seven or whatever. Um, and then I need to write something around that. And it's just, it's just really nice and, and quite well acted as well, I think, by the, um, the voiceover on that, which is nice. Well, here's another example of some great writing, in my view. This is something I heard on Absolute 80s the other day, which is a station that seems to be going from strength to strength. And it's just a little, like, three, four-second sweeper between a couple of songs. The 1980s, a decade that was twice as long as the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Yeah, it's just, just great, isn't it? You know, it's just quickly done, dusted, have a laugh, 
Done. Brilliant. And I think that just that line says so much about the personality of, of the radio station. It does, isn't it? Very good. They, they, they've got some uh, wonderful writers over at Absolute as well, I think. And obviously, they're the same company as Jack, aren't they? So pulling in all that resource. Props to Vince Lynch, I think. And of course, Matt Berry, who's the voiceover yeah. there at Absolute. Brilliant. Well, that just about wraps it up uh, for this edition of the programme. Next time, Talk Sports Peter G on the World Cup and his team, Sony winner, Dear Stan. And we're planning a programme for August dedicated to radios multi-platform future and what that means for promos, imaging and uh, production. How can radio creatives fully exploit the potential of the multi-platform world? Well, multi-platform evangelist James Cridland will be joining us for that and I hope sharing some examples of campaigns that have seized the digital opportunities before us and perhaps some that haven't. Don't forget you can get in touch too if you'd like to suggest a topic for us to explore or to comment on something we've said or suggest a guest for a future edition. Or maybe you've heard some great production on the radio well share it with us and we'll share it with everybody here on the earshot creative review earshot at smartin.me is the address earshot at smartin.me or i'm smartin on twitter james are you on twitter i am yes i'm at tweet james b say it again tweet james b and matt I'm on Twitter, yeah, it's uh, Mr. Matthew Fisher. Nice and formal. <laughs> so, yeah, come and find me if you want. We'll have a Fantastic. We'll all be following each other within the hour. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the legs have seized up. Radio's hard work, isn't oh. it?